All right, all right, all right. Good morning, Shackley family. So excited to be with you here. I don't know where you're, where it's like, what it's like where you're at, but today, here where I am, the sun is shining. It feels like spring. It's a little warm outside, and uh, wow, just it's one of those days when you're just grateful to be alive and to be a part of a, a wonderful thing uh, like we have here at Shackley. So welcome, welcome. Good afternoon to those joining us from the East Coast. Maybe sitting down and have some lunch. And, uh, and to everyone else, it's just kind of getting their day started. We're just so glad to have you here. If you're on the Zoom, make sure you say hello. If you join us on our Facebook page, make sure you tag people on your team uh, so that they don't miss the amazing information that we have here today right now. And maybe they'll catch the recording later if they can't join us live. So we're just so excited to be here with you. We are plowing through the month of April. It's one of those things, I think as I get older, I just, it feels like the 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 days go by so much quicker. I can't believe we're halfway through the month of April already. And our theme, um, that can we, we start out this month with our quarterly broadcast. And our theme in that broadcast was grow your impact. And, and we've really been riffing off that theme, if you will, um, on all of our calls this month with the strong focus on taking action, right? Moving past these just good intentions and these good thoughts of wanting to do uh, you know, great things and reach our goals into moving into being a doer and, and achieving um, you know, the, the goals we have set for ourselves through the doing and using the incentives and the rewards and all the things that you've got available to you right now to really you know, put a, put a plan of action in place and go after that. That consistent, stable, regular action really is um, towards your goals, really is the, the, the best possible way to achieve success in what you're doing. And we're really, really excited today to have our guest speaker. All of you know who she is. She's beloved by the by everybody at Shackley. Um, one of our top leaders, Senior Master Coordinator Jennifer Black, and she's joining us from Michigan today. And she's going to share a little bit about her journey to master and what what it brought for her and in, in, brought to her in terms of her own personal development, her own growth, right? And and we think it's it's critical for us to continue to really highlight the goal for everybody to to continue to build and have the patience and persistence to build to you know, master coordinator and be able to reach that and, and give you an idea of kind of what it takes to, to be able to do that. And we're really, really excited to be able to have Jennifer join us. We can't wait to, to hear from her. In fact, the quicker that we can get us off the camera and get her on, the better, right? So we can do that. Um, but before we jump in with Jennifer, we have a few things. We just want a, a reminder of some of the incentives and promotions, right? We talk about those things that are available to you right now. And I want to start with the VIP Elite Program. Um, you're going to start hearing more and more about this. We really kicked off the year talking about this and people have been out and they've been occurring points as they've been helping people and making a difference in people's lives. It really is kind of the big recognition uh, and, and additional incentive program for our company. Really, everything falls under the heading of VIP Elite. Um, it's an annual, again, just to remind you, it is an annual points-based program that gives you the opportunity to earn exclusive VIP perks at events and unique prizes and, and, and how you qualify for trips and things like that next year. Um, the points accrue January through December, and then they reset each year. So every at the beginning of year, every year, everyone starts together, and then we push through the year and, and accrue points to be able to achieve different tiers that you can see on your screen here. Um, around the program itself. Um, the points are earned from the core um, elements of our growth formula, right? Sponsoring, retention, and team building. We know that that's how growth happens is as we sponsor people, retain those people, help them have a great experience, and then teach other people to be able to do that exact same thing. And that's how you move through these five recognition tiers. We start at VIP Elite, then there's VIP Elite Bronze, Gold, Silver, and then Platinum. It's kind of like, you know, a lot of rewards programs that you're, you're aware of. 
Um, now, at each tier, as you can see, there is an increasing level of rewards and, and cool stuff that happens as you grow. This chart here shows you all five recognition tiers and what's required in order to earn them. And you can see by all the little tick boxes and everything here that this really is the kind of the gathering point of all of our um, annual incentives. Um, everything's folded into it. So earning the quarterly incentive, for example, right? We have an amazing quarterly incentive right now uh, that we have in place. That means that you're qualifying for VIP elite rewards. Earning points in the VIP Elite Rewards program means you're working towards qualifying for the Star Club incentive, the trip for or excuse, the Star Club trip for one or for two people. So you're you'll hear us talk more and more about the VIP Elite program and and growing through these tiers. In fact, we're going to start doing a regular recognition here on our Mission Possible call and on our Facebook um, Shack to Share and Grow page to help highlight as people are achieving and growing through the VIP Elite program. Now that we have a, a month or excuse me, a quarter under our belt and people start to achieve the different tiers, uh, you'll see us recognizing it more and more. And so we just want to surface that and, and we'll continue to break it down and continue to talk about it since we know it's a new thing for you this year and you'll get familiar with it as we go forward. In fact, if you want you can actually go to the events.shackley.com page to learn more about the VIP Elite program. Um, there's, if you go to whatever country you're in, you'll see a big square box that says VIP Elite program, and you can learn all about it from that page. And we'll continue to talk about it and train on it as well. All right. So let's talk about a couple more things to help you grow. First, we have an amazing uh, uh, promo that's happening right now. All right. Starting today, Youth Radiance CE for $10 with any $200 order or more. And this is available for everybody. All right. It's a promotion because it really help you push here through the last, the back half of the month of April here and a really, really an exciting promotion. So make sure you're leveraging that. Make sure you're out there learning about it, talking about it, helping your team get up to speed with it. Um, starts today and, and goes through uh, the end of the month, as you can see there. Um, and there's more tools. If you go to, again, to events.shackley.com, we have details there and tools uh, to help you share and leverage this promotion as well. Now, another cool thing um, that we have the ability to contribute to is Earth Day. Earth Day is a pretty big deal around here. And uh, I know all of us from the Shackley family, this is a day that that, that means a lot to us. And so, uh, and coming up this weekend, you and your customers can double your impact for the planet when you place orders, again, from April 21st to the 23rd. So we're giving you a little bit of a heads up here. Um, and Roundup. Shackley is going to double the Roundup to plant trees through North America uh, during this time frame. So anything that's contributed through the Roundup, we're going to double those contributions um, in celebration of Earth Day. All right. And just a reminder, we still have our two joint promotions that are continuing with a life shake for orders above 150 and free ambassador enrollments um, for, for rollings over or, um, uh, orders over 150. And then the collagen, the same thing, but with collagen for our Canadian market. All right. So I know that was a lot, and and but we've hopefully uh, given you something that you can really get excited about, talking about leveraging that CNE promotion um, right now through the rest of the month is really really exciting, and and those cool join prom join promotions. I mean, what a what a fun month it is for us here at Shackley. Now, one of the things we love to do on our call every week is celebrate your success. And no one does it better than Marcy. So I'm going to throw it over to Marcy to have us go through a little bit of recognition now. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much, Kim. Good morning, Shackley family. Happy Monday. Um, I'm so excited to be here with you each and every Monday to recognize all of your 
incredible achievements. I love that Kim started out by talking about our incredible VIP elite program because the activities, as you guys well know, the activities that lead to achieving those different levels of our elite program are what we're recognizing here every single Monday. So pay attention to these slides because you're going to see these people locking in their elite levels and we want to see your name up here as well. So help me recognize all of your friends and family, you guys. You know, there's always tons and tons of people to recognize. So I need your help as always. Let's dive right into our ambassador sponsoring. So we're looking at the time period of April 6th through 12th, all right? A big congratulations to everybody who sponsored at least three ambassadors over that just seven-day period. Way to go to Leticia and Juan Duran. We have Hilda Sanchez, Kenneth and Isabel Smith, and Sophia and Francisco Covian. So a big congratulations. Also welcome to each and every one of your new ambassadors. And we have our two-plus group on the right-hand side. Help me congratulate Doris Chan, Campy, um, I'm not going to try the last name, but I'm going to call you and get it. Melida Fortunato, we've got Heather Mundi, Angelica and Arturo Nava, Rachel and Paul Reese, Soila Rosario and Volta Oliveira, and Sathy Thack. So a big congratulations. Again, welcome to each and every ambassador represented on these lists. And we have our one plus list here. Help me out, you guys. There's a lot of incredible people on this list. Congratulations to Gwen Bainbridge. We have Paul and Tony Banner out on the East Coast, Christine and Michael Betts, um, Shanna Coben, Ashley and Ken DeAngelis, second generation leaders. We've got Melissa Fonkhauser, um, Sharon and Corey Hartthorn, Ada Huerta, Ana Lamus. We have Susie Mendez, James Olson, Morgan Perry. I'm just grabbing some names. I hope you guys are backing me up here. Donna Titus, there you are. Hey. Uh, Monica Vasquez, Jessica and Jacob Wartzbaugh, and Alice uh, Zhang. So a big congratulations to everybody on this list. And thank you so much for what you're doing to spread the word of health and wellness. All right, as we know, ambassador sponsoring always feeds into our Star Club bonus earners. And this is no different. You're going to see some repeat names on this list as well. Please help me congratulate Becky and Chris Cash and Steve and Barb Van Wy for earning at least three Star Club bonuses during just that seven-day period. And we've also got our two-plus group on the right-hand side, Gabriel Cash, Melissa Fonkhauser, um, Alexandra Penn, Soila Rosario and Walter Oliveira, Caitlin Stevens and Sokorn Vat and Sam Olchon. So a big congratulations. Again, some repeat names and also some that were not, but a lot of incredible effort that goes into achieving these Star Club bonuses. All right, we have our one plus list here. Everybody help me congratulate everyone you see. I see uh, Miley Barlow, congratulations to you. Becky and Greg Choate, Sophia and Francisco Cobian. We have Yonari Jose de Herrera, Stacey Foley and Serena Forster. Kim Jensen, Sam and Brian Kalasek, Somnang Long, uh, Courtney Mitchell, Morgan Perry, Valerie Sow, congratulations, Michelle Swift, Marty and Cheryl Turner. Uh, we've got Master Coordinator Julie Beanstra, way to go, Lindsay Wolski and Jing Chung Zhang. So a big congratulations. I see a lot of our Canadian leaders in here as well as all across the board as far as rank and, um, and location goes. So you guys are doing incredible things. Thank you so much. As you know, my favorite part of Monday is to get to shine a spotlight on your recognition of your team. This Monday is no different. We have some really special recognition. I had Lifetime Master Coordinators, Carlos and Evelyn Cortez, recognizing 
a lot of people on their team. Everybody, please help me give them some love. You can see what they achieved there. We have a lot of people on this list that are that achieved the trip, and we're going to see them in Los Cabos. A huge congratulations to you. We've also got, look at this, Hilda Avila with eight star clubs, um, Dadania Scott with eight as well, Zoila and Valter Oliveira with eight star clubs. That's a lot of star club bonuses, and lifetime master coordinators leading by example right there with eight star clubs. So a big congratulations to that list. And this was page two of the same group, you guys. These are people that are going to be at the Hyatt Ziva Los Cabos. We're so excited to see you there and to host you and to spoil you rotten and make sure you have an incredible time. Congratulations to each and every one of you. I hope you're starting to pack your bags because we're going to have some fun. We've also got under master coordinator, actually senior master coordinator in qualification, Christy Lyons Group. They're headed to Cabo San Lucas. You can see all these incredible people, a lot of names that we know and are familiar with. There's Sarah and Serena and Kelly and Martha. Congratulations to each and every one of you. Again, we cannot wait to see you in Los Cabos and to spoil you and get to enjoy some time together. We also have a brand new director, you guys, in her first 14 days in Shackley. Congratulations to Kate Stevens. She is under Krista Hunt, and that is an incredible start to the business and a huge step in your business, and we're so excited for you. And last but not least, we have Marley LaPierre. Congratulations, a Star Club earner. She is well on her way to locking in those VIP elite recognition levels that we were talking about, right, Kim? So a huge congratulations to everybody on these lists. Thank you so much for the honor of getting to recognize you. I'm going to hand the call back to Kim. Thanks, Marcy. You always do such an amazing job with all of that. And congratulations to everybody. Love seeing all of those recognition posts for Cabo. Can't wait to, to see all of you and to meet all of you there. And, and hopefully, as we talk about with the VIP Elite program, that, that we're continuing to make progress through that this year so that those uh, that we can see everybody there next year as well. Well, let's now move to the, 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 the main part of our call here. Um, you know, as we talk about this, you, you know you can't have me on one of these calls without the next slide coming to the screen where I talk about the vital behaviors, right? This is our common language. These are the behaviors that every success, successful ambassador engages in consistently to see success, right? Use and love Shackley. Follow the share system, that inviting approach that we talk about helping others experience success, right? Making sure that they're having great results and having great experience in our community and with our products, doing personal development and developing leadership for your team. And I really today we're focusing on that next to last one, doing personal development. And for me, this is the secret that is in the secret sauce for a successful ambassador. It, doing personal development consistently is really how you you take the time to invest in yourself on a regular basis to help you grow, right? To help you be able to push through obstacles, to reach new heights, to have a clear and meaningful vision of your, for yourself that compels because so much of what we do requires us to kind of create that own sense of purpose and drive that we can connect to the Shackley mission about and be a part of a larger community, yes, but it also requires us inside ourselves to be able to invest in ourselves and to help ourselves push forward, to develop you know, additional skills that help us continue to grow and to be able to lead people effectively, including ourselves. And there is, to me, on this list of vital behaviors, doing personal development is probably the one that people spend, they over, let's say they, over, they can overlook it pretty easily. It's not one that's going to yell and scream at you, but I will say this, that I've never met anyone 
who has achieved and sustained success in our business, who has not devoted consistent time to personal development. And that's a pretty big statement right there. Um, I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of people, and I've never met one person who succeeded and sustained that success, who isn't also a, a, a devotee, if you will, to personal development. That personal investment that you make in yourself every day will make a real big difference in your business. And our guest speaker today is a real example of this. It's an honor for me once again to be able to introduce Jennifer, who's going to share with us her experience of developing personally through her Shackley business and why this was really inextricably connected to her becoming a Shackley Master Coordinator and then a Senior Master Coordinator. Now, I know a lot of you know Jennifer, but maybe for those who don't, just so you know, she, she's been in the Shackley family since 1992 when she joined as a customer, right, using Shackley products because of some challenges that her son David's uh, was facing with his health. Um, and then years later, as it happens, she went from a customer to becoming an ambassador due to a situation, the thing that happened in her family, she decided to really start build, focusing and building her business. And boy, once she did, it, it, her incredible focus and passion for helping others, um, it coupled with her amazing discipline to really be a student and a learner, um, really took her, you know, just to, to, the, to the heights to where she is now. She's a Wall of Honor recipient, a top uh, achiever, international trip and Star Club trip earner many, many, many times over. She served on our MEC and has been recognized in publications even outside of Shackley as a top earner and high achiever in our industry. Um, and she's also a mom of two amazing adult children, David and Kelsey, whom she's she was able to homeschool through high school and, and help put through college as well. Uh, Jennifer honored us, those of you that were at our, our conference here in Kansas City last year, she honored us with probably one of the most memorable presentations that, that I've seen in a long time of her personal story of her, her, her being broken, literally broken and growing back stronger. Um, Jennifer had this experience in, in, in less literal ways several times during her life, and she really showed really through that her, how her perseverance and determination really helped her get through those times. And I know that personal development was a part of that. Um, and so I'm really, really excited and honored to be able to introduce everyone to Jennifer Blacken. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us. You are welcome. Thank you so much for having me here, Kim. It's such an honor to have an opportunity to share with the Shackley family and really to share a little bit about my journey through personal development. Now, for those of you who know me, you know I typically run with a PowerPoint, so that's where we're going this morning, um, just to keep me on track more than anything. But I wanted to start with the question of what is personal development, because personal development can mean so many different things to different people. And I wanted to clarify at the beginning of this conversation that this is going to be my journey through personal development, what it meant to me when I first got started in Shackley and how it sort of evolved over time to where it is now. So when I first started in Shackley, my kids were little. As Kim said, I was homeschooling. I was very involved in my church. I was very involved in the community. And so my business, when I started, I was not a business person. I didn't come in understanding network marketing, understanding the industry at all. So there were a lot of things I had to learn. The first thing I had to learn was how to speak in front of people. I had to be able to speak in terms of doing in-home parties. Um, I joined a chamber of commerce relatively quickly, even though I wasn't building a business, it was an opportunity to meet more people and to connect with different people. And so I needed to learn how to speak in public. Um, when I started, I started with a, a thick stack of note cards and I talked into the, the, you know, down into my hands. I was a nervous wreck. I was not comfortable in front of people. So that was the first thing I had to learn. I also had to learn how to develop relationships. And I know that sounds kind of corny for some folks. A lot of people come into Shackley and they think, gosh, I already know how to talk to people. I know how to do relationships. But I really had to learn a couple of things. I had to learn how to ask a lot of questions. 
I had to learn how to listen. And that was probably the most challenging part, um, especially when you love Shackley. You know, for all of you out there who love Shackley products and the opportunity, it is so hard sometimes to just be quiet and ask questions and listen. So I had to learn a lot there. And then I really had to learn about different personality styles. You know, when you first get started, you just start talking the way you like to talk. And I've learned, especially over the years, that there's a lot of different personality styles out there. There's a lot of different learning styles. There are different buying styles. And so you have to learn about people and learn about relationships to figure all of that out. I also had to figure out goal setting. I didn't know how to set a goal. And I still see this today in my team as somebody new comes on board. They're not familiar with the industry. They don't know what it's going to take. And so day one, you know, they want to be a master coordinator in a month or two months. And as they start to build, they learn what it takes to build that business. Well, of course, when I started, that's where I was. I had no clue. I did want to earn a trip. I always thought that sounded exciting. Um, but that was down the road. That really came more after I decided to build a business. Um, initially, I was just trying to get my son healthier. And so that was that first goal setting piece, which it took a little bit of a journey even to have that happen. I, I had a lot to learn there as well. I had to determine my what. Now, we so often talk about a why. Um, here recently in some of my recent personal development, I had a, a training session on goal setting, and the gentleman was teaching about the word why. And we always talk about having a why. Um, but when you think back to being a kid, a lot of times your mom will ask, you know, why did you do that? Um, when you make a mistake at school, why did you do that? And so sometimes the word why has a negative connotation. And so they suggested using the word what instead. And as I've been teaching that to my team, I found it to be really powerful and impactful to talk about what we're creating, what we want to do in life, what type of a day we want to live, how we want Shackley to fit into that. And so what does Shackley become for us? So just using that word what now, um, back in the day, I was trying to figure out my why. <laughs> And then last, but certainly not least, was learning sales. Now, I know in Shackley, we always say that we share. We don't sell. But truly, if we're honest with ourselves, we do sell. We go through a sales cycle. You have a list of names. You contact and invite people. You share Shackley. You have to handle objections. You have to learn how to close the sale. There really is a sales loop. Now, as we've moved on to social media and we're doing more and more attraction marketing, that's a different conversation. But back in the day, I had to learn about sales. And so one of the tools I used was Jeffrey Gittimer's book, The Little Red Book of Selling. It was a fantastic read. It was quick and easy little nuggets. And as a busy mom who was homeschooling, I was able to learn a lot about sales from reading that book. So this is one example of personal development, and that's reading. Um, I think that readers are leaders and leaders are readers, and I've always just devoured as many books as I could. But over the years, I've had to learn to read about topics that are important in my growth in the moment. So back in that day, I needed to learn about sales. And so instead of reading a book about vision or reading a book about personal relationships, I really needed to learn the sales cycle. So I read a book about sales. I also took a number of courses with a gentleman, and actually it wasn't in person, it was video courses, um, by a guy named Lou Tice, who was a co-founder of the Pacific Institute. And some of you who've been in Shackley for a long time remember this. Oh my goodness, what a master in personal development Lou was. He really taught me to start to hear my thinking. Now, you might be thinking, well, what does she mean, hear her thinking? When I learned to tune into what I was saying to myself all day, every day, all those thoughts that go on in our head, that was a really powerful moment for me to understand how what I was saying to myself all day, every day was impacting my growth. And so taking those courses and then diving into my personal thoughts really was, I think, more of a starting point for me in personal development than anything else I had ever done. 
I started to capture my thoughts on paper and I started to journal. I used to learn an affirmation process and I use that affirmation process still today. I know a lot of people have talked about affirmations and a lot of different ways of using the affirmation process, but typically the affirmation process is taking a negative thought you have and turning it into something positive that can drive you forward and really change that negative thinking. Back in that day, I was a pretty negative person. And I know people that I've told this to before they go, oh my gosh, Jennifer, I, I can't imagine that you were negative. I was really negative. And one exercise that Lou had us do was wear a rubber band around our wrist and snap it every time you heard yourself say something or think something negative. Well, it didn't take long. It was actually only a couple of hours before I had a big welt on my wrist. I had to take the rubber band off after a day. And Lou had suggested we wear that rubber band for a week. And I couldn't wear it for a week because I had damaged my wrist with all of my negative thinking. That was a huge aha for me. And I hope that for everybody who's listening to this, that you get an opportunity to really think about your thinking and how that's impacting you on a day in and day out basis. Somewhere during that process, I decided to become a master coordinator, to build my business to master coordinator. My kids were still little. I was still homeschooling, but it was sort of that process of learning about the products, learning about sales, learning about people, and then diving into my own thinking when I realized I really want something here. I want to build something of significance, and I want to help a lot of other people do exactly the same thing. So personal leadership became huge in my own personal growth journey, my personal development journey, because I had to learn about what do I need to work on in terms of personal development to lead myself better? Because what was I going to be able to do for anybody else if I couldn't lead myself? Well, I have a quote that I say nowadays, and that's how can you lead someone else if you can't lead yourself? Um, pretty basic quote, but it's true. If you can't get yourself to do the activities, how in the world can you get someone else to do them? Now, we can say this in a lot of different ways, and especially modeling behavior. We talk a lot in leadership about model the behavior. If I want my team to sponsor, I need to sponsor. If I want my team to do events, I have to do events. So all of those pieces, and I mean, I'll even go that, that step further with personal development. If I want my team to do personal development, I have to do personal development. So it's not just about modeling behavior, it's about the actual doing. And Kim said that earlier, we have to get into action. We have to do it. We can't just teach the theory. We have to be that example, that role model. So I found that problems introduced me to me. And so here on the slide, I say problems introduce us to ourselves. And you might be thinking, what in the world does that mean? Well, as you start to build a business, and maybe problems is the wrong word, but I thought it would resonate. I think everybody would understand what I'm talking about here. Things come up, issues crop up, and it's how we dive into those quote unquote problems, issues, challenges, and how we move through those that really helps us grow as a person, especially as a leader. So I'll give you a couple of examples here. If an and if a brand new ambassador goes into the witness protection program, and you guys know what I mean, you know, you sign up somebody, you're excited about helping them grow, and then you can't get them to answer their phone, they won't respond to text messages, they've maybe blocked you on social media, um, hopefully not that extreme, but you can't get a hold of them. Well, you might be sitting there going, oh my gosh, a lot of times we can internalize that and go, oh my gosh, that's my fault. And what, what did I do wrong? But let's turn that into a learning moment and a leadership moment and a personal development growth moment and say, what do I need to do with my next ambassador to minimize the likelihood that they'll do this? So there's a lot of things that we can do. We can set up a conversation at the very beginning when we sponsor someone and just say, what do you want me to do when you get to the point where maybe you're not reaching your goals or you don't want to talk to me because you're frustrated and you haven't done what you've said you're going to do? How do you want to handle that situation? If you address it before it ever happens, 
then it's a little bit harder for the person to go into the witness protection program than if you didn't address it. Here's another example, maybe a director reverts and you might be thinking, oh gosh, that never happens. Well, in this business over the years, yes, directors come and go. And that's not a personal reflection, once again, on you and your leadership, but we can learn things from it. I always like to ask myself when somebody reverts, is there anything that I can do better? Maybe training, processes, support, et cetera, to help a director maintain their, their leadership position. What do I need to put in place that just helps people be more successful? So once again, not taking ownership for what somebody else does, but looking at it from a much bigger picture and saying, okay, there's a challenge here. There's a problem that I've encountered. And what can I do that's going to help me grow personally and help me lead my entire team better? And then the last example here, maybe someone on your team struggling with goal setting. And I find that this has happened a lot over the years of having people set goals that they never achieve, you know, time after time after time of setting this lofty goal and then not achieving it, lofty goal, not achieving it. It is far more negatively impactful on your mindset to keep setting a goal and not achieving it than to set a lower goal and achieve it. Because there comes a point in time when your mind says you're not going to do it. And so your mind starts to fight against you in terms of your goal setting. So we can't keep setting goals that we don't meet. We have to figure out a way to meet those goals. So in this example, a question you might ask yourself is how good am I personally at goal setting to then teach my team? I discovered over the years that I wasn't that great at it in some respects. And sometimes I'm very disciplined. You know, Kim mentioned that. And if anybody who heard my story at conference knows a little bit about that discipline coming from my ballet background. But not everybody has that discipline. So how do we still equip people with the ability to reach their goals who maybe don't have that discipline? How do we use things like energy mapping and making sure we're really setting clear goals? And energy mapping is just making sure you do your high priority items when you have high energy. You know, those are some of the things that you can do to help you achieve your goals. But this was really an important piece for me to learn to be able to help my team grow and especially with the goal setting process. So I worked on personal development in so many different areas, but all the different areas that I needed to help me solve a problem. So if I was having a problem, that was the area that I dove into, and that's where I worked because that was the most important thing in the moment. As I mentioned, problems introduce us to ourselves. And so some people like that phrase and some people don't like that phrase. For me, it was just important to understand that each one of those challenges could really help me figure out me a little bit better and me be a better version of myself as a leader, as a person, um, to just be able to move forward. To build a team in Shackley specifically, we do have to lead. And one indispensable quality of leadership is vision. You hear all the time. It's actually one of the first steps so many people talk about when somebody's new as an ambassador is we've got to create a vision. We've got to figure out what you're going to create here in Shackley. Well, I believe that all leaders see more than others see, and they see it before others see it. And I learned that from John Maxwell, who I've done a lot of leadership development training with. But a great example of this is Roger Barnett, our own chairman and CEO. And you, you think back to when the pandemic started and you think about Roger stepping in and Roger seemed to have a global picture of what was happening. He, he seemed to know it was going to last a little bit longer initially than we thought it was. You know, everybody thought it was two weeks to, to break the curve or whatever the phrase, phraseology was that we were using at the time. But Roger saw something bigger. And, and it helped me to sort of step back as a leader and say, wow, like, look at how powerful that is for a leader to be able to see more than others see and see it before others saw it. And so how do we develop that in ourselves? How can we expand that vision to be a bigger and better leader? 
Well, the first thing is that we have to know that there's more out there. And knowing that there's more out there, there's a lot of different ways to experience that. But one thing that I love to teach my team about is the reticular activating system. And this is a part of your brain. It's a part of our brain that helps protect us. All day, every day, we are inundated with images and marketing and all sorts of stuff. You, you see it all over your phone, especially if you're picking up your phone, you're on the internet, all the ads that are popping up. There's, we're inundated all day, every day. And so our brain has to filter out what's not important and let us see what is important. But who determines that? Who determines what's the important thing for me to see? Well, ultimately, I determine that. And so with our reticular activating system, we can choose to go out there and see an abundance of leads, prospects, people who want this business opportunity. We can go out there and see a scarcity of people who are interested in our products. It's up to our mindset and what we put into our mind and what we tell ourselves we're going to look for. Now, I know a lot of people are sitting there shaking their head going, well, I can't go out and find an abundant abundance of ambassadors. You can, if you believe there's an abundance of ambassadors out there. And I know that that's going to take a little bit of time to grasp a hold of, but your reticular activating system does this all the time for you. It's, it's filtering out the things that aren't important and filtering in the things that you've set as a priority. So if you've said to yourself that there's a scarcity of people out there, your mind is going to help protect your thinking and help you see there's only a scarcity out there. So let me just give you a really quick example. If you look around whatever space you're in right now, whether you're at a coffee shop, you're at home, you're in a car, you're at work, wherever you are. Just look around your space and look for everything that's red. So I'm doing the same thing here. So look for everything that you see that's red. It only takes a couple seconds to do it, doesn't it? Now, if I ask you right now, how many things are in your space that are blue? You're going, well, Jennifer, you only asked me to look for the red. Right, because I wanted to show you how your reticular activating system worked. You saw all of the red things and you probably just flitted your eyes around really quickly and you were like, there it is, there it is, there it is. You saw all the red. You didn't look for blue. So you're like, I didn't see any of the blue. But if you look now, you'll probably can see the blue because that's what you're looking for now. That's the reticular activating system. And we've all done this with cars before. I thought this was just an easy picture to show you. There's that red VW Beetle. Um, if you decided that you wanted to drive today and you're going to be in the car for a while, and maybe you're going to be on a highway, if you looked for all the VW Beetles, you would spot them. Your, your mind, your reticular activating system would be sifting and sorting out all of the other cars. Maybe you are in the car buying mode and you're looking for a Jeep. I don't know why I picked a Jeep because I can't even think of the name of a Jeep. Let me change that. Let me do a Toyota Highlander. I know that car. If you decide you're going to buy a Toyota Highlander and you were thinking about finding one in a color blue, if you went out on the highway or out on the street and you're driving, you're going to be looking for that car. Your reticular activating system knows it's a priority. You're looking to buy one. You've been thinking about it a lot. And so it sifts and sorts out all of the other cars. So you only see the one you're looking for. That is the power of that reticular activating system to help us see more, to be a bigger visionary leader, and to be able to see it faster. So, so really, if you can embrace that reticular activating system piece, and this might be your next personal development piece, you might say, oh my gosh, this is really intriguing. I want to learn more about it and, and dive in there. So use your reticular activating system to, to find people on a health journey. Just keep telling yourself there's an abundance of people on a health journey out there. Your reticular activating system will help you find them. Find more ambassadors. Tell your reticular activating system there's an abundance of people looking to earn an income who want a side hustle, a side gig, whatever you want to tell yourself in your mind so that you can attract people who are interested in the business opportunity. Maybe you want to tell yourself that you can find people who really want to build a business. 
maybe you've attracted a lot of people who are a little bit more hobbyists and you're like, okay, it's time in my business. I want dedicated business partners. Okay. Tell your reticular activating system that and let it go to work for you. Earl Nightingale said many years ago that one hour a day of study in your chosen field was all it takes. One hour per day of study will put you at the top of your field within three years. And within five years, you'll be a national authority. So think about investing one hour a day on your personal development and in an area that you know is maybe holding you back in your business right now, or you're struggling, maybe you're struggling with a sponsor and you've got to wrap your head around that, or you're struggling with personal conversations, you need to wrap your head around that. Spending an hour a day working on yourself and your skill set, and specifically the things that are not driving you forward, that could be powerful for your business. The biggest leadership challenge is to have the self-discipline to lead yourself. Um, think about that for just a minute, but it is the bigger, biggest leadership challenge is just to have that discipline to lead yourself. Self-discipline is the difference between good intentions and good actions. I mean, how many days do we wake up and it's like, okay, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do that today. And we get sidetracked. Maybe we get sucked into social media or we go off and clean our desk or do things that aren't the high priority. We have to have the self-discipline to do the good actions. Self-discipline is also the difference between temporary success and sustained success. It's kind of like that. And you've all heard of people who lose weight. You know, they're very focused for a while and then they might gain it back. Well, it's because they had that temporary success and then they let it all go. They truly didn't make the changes and they didn't have the self-discipline to maintain those changes. Now, there could be a lot of other reasons why. So I should have probably not picked weight loss because there's a lot of things that go into that. But in terms of the business, sometimes people have a discipline to run for a short period of time, but they don't have the discipline for the sustained success. So figuring that piece out can be huge in your business because self-discipline can truly make that consistency possible and can help you on that steady, steady trajectory of moving your business from startup to, to where it needs to be. Or maybe you've been high and you've gone down, you've gone backwards in your business and you're ready to ramp things back up. There's so many things that the self-discipline of consistent action can truly just change your entire business and it can change very quickly. If I could make a recommendation as I'm getting close here to wrapping up, I've got three last points here that I want to share. If I could make a recommendation, I would encourage everybody to focus on becoming resourceful. Resourceful means that you figure it out, that you find the resources. If you're struggling in an area, you go dive in and figure it out. So instead of waiting on somebody else to fix a, an issue for you or to fix a challenge or to tell you what to do, figure it out. I took a course um, and invested a significant amount of money in the course, and it was all video-based. And so I had to discipline myself to watch the video, listen to the material, take the material, and then implement it. I didn't have anybody standing over my shoulder or telling me to do it or checking in for my homework. I had to be resourceful and figure it out. And it was probably one of the most important courses I ever took in terms of teaching me to become more resourceful. The second thing I would recommend focusing on is become curious. If you're not already curious, become curious. Ask a lot of questions. Ask a lot of questions of your prospects so that you really understand where they're at. What are their problems? What are their challenges? So you can offer the right solution. I believe Shackley has a solution for just about every problem out there, but we need to know what the true problem is. And asking somebody one question and then jumping to a solution is not asking enough questions. We really need to learn to be curious and to dig deep. 
Be curious with your business partners. Be curious about understanding their life, why they're doing this, what works for them, what doesn't work for them, what's their learning style, what's holding them back, why, why, why maybe are they not achieving their goal when they've been setting the same goal year after year after year. Become curious. It'll be a quality that will serve you so well in this industry and in this business, but it even helps with your own personal leadership, which is become curious about yourself. Why am I doing it this way? Why am I not reaching my goals? Why am I holding myself back? Why is my thinking that way? Become curious. And then the last thing is to work on your personal leadership. Getting strong in personal leadership means that you then take the, the reins of your business, that you drive the horse, you're actually the one making it happen. And you can make it happen. Every single one of us has the ability to lead ourselves to greatness but it might take some personal development. There might be some areas that you have to work on. I've shared a number of the different areas that I've worked on over the years. You might've heard something that you say, that's something I need to work on. Fantastic, work on it. Whether it's reading a book, taking a course, diving in, but at the same time, and I have to just really say this, and this is extremely important, so please hear this. Don't dive in and say, I'm going to just work on personal development for the next few months. It's sort of the Earl Nightingale philosophy, put an hour into that personal development and then the other hours that you're working your business into building your business, taking action, because we can work on personal development forever. I've been in Shackley for over 29 years now, and I'm still working on personal development every single day. There's something that I'm working on. I have a list of things that I want to improve in myself. So that's never going to stop. And so if we get stuck in the personal development, if we get stuck in the doing we won't go into the action and we have to get into action in order to move the business forward. So my last slide here, personal development helped me develop an attitude of doing whatever it takes to achieve my goals. And it continues through today. I just encourage you dive into the personal development. Don't be afraid of it. Find the areas that you're struggling and work on those areas piece by piece, and you'll get to the goals that you've set for yourself. Thank you so much, Kim and, and team, for inviting me to be here today. It's a topic I get very passionate about and I'm super excited about. And so thanks so much for having me. Well, Jennifer, well, you can tell your passions there in the comments and the things are just lighting up with uh, the, the response that you've generated through your words today. And there are some things that really stuck out with me. I've just kind of written some of them down here. Leaders are readers. I really, really believe that leaders are readers. And I think sometimes reading can also be podcasts, right? People, I know people listen to podcasts and things as they go, but, but they're investing, they're finding the time to invest in themselves. And that idea of hearing your thinking, I've never heard it put like that before. I talk a lot to people about paying attention, how we talk to ourselves, but I love the phrase, hear your thinking. I think that that's a great little nugget that we can all really pay attention to. Um, as far as thinking about or paying attention to how we're talking to ourselves. So here you're thinking, um, what was another one? How can you lead your, lead someone else if you can't lead yourself? You know, I think we've we've probably heard that before, but it's such a good reminder that really leadership and development starts with yourself and then those disciplines. Then you had, a, you had a lot of really great quotes that I'd never heard before, but problems introduce us to ourselves. You know, so many times when we hit, yeah, we hit, we hit obstacles or things that are challenging that's that's really when we start to know uh, and develop character and strength, and we get to understand more about areas of growth for ourselves that can can lead up to that. Um, that reticular activating system, you know, I think that that's such a, an important thing that we we're really in charge. My dad used to always tell me that we're the gatekeepers of our mind, like we're in charge of what we allow to enter and remain and take up residence in our minds. 
And really, so often the things that we that we choose to pay attention to, right, um, are, are becomes the realities that we experience. So that idea that you know the the science behind that reticular activating system giving credence that was really impactful to me. Um, and then you ended this, you know, you kind of wrapped up talking about the importance of self discipline. And everybody, we we feel like we've mentioned that several times. And so you know, they say that sometimes success leaves clues. And so you're hearing a lot about this idea of moving from good intentions to making decisions and taking action. And she talked about that, Jennifer talked about that from a self-discipline standpoint. And that the, the reason why that helps bring sustained success. And then those three points, be resourceful, be curious, and work on your personal leadership. What a great way to wrap up the call. Um, Jennifer, I know that I've got a lot of notes here and things, that, and I love uh, personal development. And so this is this is a great resource for me. So thank you so much for taking the time to share all that. We really, really appreciate it, Jennifer. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, everybody, it's been a great, great call. I hope that you all, again, have enjoyed it, taking notes. Make sure you tag anyone on your team that might have missed it so they can come come back and catch the replay. And we're just grateful to have you here. Grateful to be a part of of the Shackley family with you and have this experience every, uh, every Monday to start our week off. So don't miss next week's call. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now.